Hello, welcome to Over the Knee. I'm Cynical Dom on Tumblr, and I'm here with. I'm Amy Submits on Tumblr. Okay, shoot. Um, so I had somebody uh, kind of follow up on a different ask who was talking to me about um, kind of how we handle um, communication when it comes to my pleasure. Um, and uh, she had said, like, it was fine to, like, use her questions for a podcast idea if we wanted to. But um, I wound up answering her, but then... Um, I still just thought it was interesting, and so I kind of wanted mm. to still use those questions just, I guess, as, like, a conversation starter. Mm -hmm. um, so, um, one of the things that she had asked was, um, like, how frequently we use a Hitachi, and how, I think, like, almost the way it was phrased to me is, like, how did I get you to be okay with that, and to not, um, I guess, like, to, to not be bothered by that, or to feel like that was mm. a, an issue. Um, do you want to talk about your feelings on that? True. Um, so I got you the Hitachi, um, and I don't remember how we started using it every time we had sex. Um, this was, we got it before we were DS, yeah, I think. Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't remember there actually being like a conversation. No, there wasn't. That, at least not that I recall. Yeah. Um, I guess... I assume my thinking was always, um, why not use it? Well, like, uh, what I, I don't know, maybe your perspective on it is different, but what I had told her is that, like, I think maybe it kind of helped us to not see it as a slide against you in the sense that, like, we both kind of thought I had anorgasmia or something very close to it, um, to where um, I had always just had a hard time with orgasming. Um, and so I think when you got it, it really, I mean, wasn't it just like to try to make me be successful at coming more frequently, right? Like, um, kind of, but not really. Cause I mean, you could come. Yeah. For me, it was just to make things better. Better how? Um, easier and stronger orgasms. Yeah. Yeah, because I guess we didn't really realize until after we got it that we could use it so that I could, like, easily come, like, even if I was just, like, giving you a blowjob. Mm-hmm. Um, like, what, I guess we probably don't remember. Our memories are too bad. Like, when did we plan to use it? Like, I, I think we were blown away by how much it helped. Yeah, I, I didn't have a plan. It was just an experimentation. Yeah. Um... But so, certainly on my side, it was never, like, I never, like, came to you, like, asking if we could use it or anything like that. And so I think, um, and that was just because um, it just helped and it was just a lot of fun. So, like, I just feel like we you just never had an issue with it. Yeah, and, like, even though we weren't DS, um, I think one thing that helped was uh, when I got it for you, I said, you can't use this unless I'm involved. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, and part of, so the girl who had reached out saying this, like, um, her, she was kind of hoping to, like, convince her dom to use it more. Like, she has one, but they don't use it very frequently, and um, she rarely ever orgasms while they're having sex. And um, 
she was like struggling with offering or asking, I should say, asking like for permission to use it or like asking permission to like touch herself. Um, and she like rarely, if ever, can get off from penetration alone. And so then she ended up like, I guess they, they were doing like orgasm control. Like she has to ask for orgasms if they're having sex, but she can masturbate whenever she wants to. And so she wound up like she was masturbating after they would have sex. And so it kind of became a thing. And yet, and I, so she was kind of saying like, do I ask to use it? Um, and I don't really ask to use it, but we do like, I think kind of a bizarrely passive, I don't know, maybe not bizarrely, but we do like a, a very passive, we have a very, I have a very passive role sexually. Um, to where, like, I don't really, like, specifically ask for hardly anything in the moment unless it's, like, I feel like it's, like, a need or, like, something is wrong or something like that for the most part. Like, for the most part, like, you're commanding and I'm not. And so um, part of what I told her is, like, if you haven't, like, explicitly, like, planned to have a sex life where, um, like, if he hasn't told you that you need to ask or that you shouldn't ask or share ideas with him, like, then you should just feel like you can ask every time if you want to use it every time. Like, I think that I would. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so, like, kind of the way that we do it is, like, uh, if you don't offer it to me, that's because it's, like, intentional, right? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I just, like, uh, don't, like, most women can't just come from penetration. They got at least, like... That's what fiddle I, themselves. <laughs> you're right. That's what I had said to her. Um, and I said, like, I think, like, I don't know how long she's or been. Or be fiddled. <laughs> or, how, like, I don't know how long she's been in the relationship or, or how, like, explicit their DS is. But, like, I think sometimes, like, submissives um, err too much on the, like, silent side and just think, like, they should just take what is given and assume that that's all that the dom wants to give. Mm. And, like, I think... Um, a lot of the time, like, they're open to ideas. And, like, I certainly, like, unless you have agreed to not speak up, like, I don't feel like you should feel like you can't. Yeah. Um, and so that's what I had said is, like, um, well, and he was kind of, I think, frustrated that she was, like, needing to masturbate afterwards. And she said, like, maybe he doesn't realize that you're thinking if he doesn't offer to let you touch yourself or offer to let you use the Hitachi that you feel like you can't. So, like, maybe he's like, why aren't you fiddling yourself mm. during, like, and it's just not... Like, maybe he doesn't realize that you're wanting to be instructed to or that you're, you know. Yeah. And especially, like, because she said she was hesitant to even ask for permission. Mm. So it's like, at least if you would ask permission, then he would know you think you need permission. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, um, so all of that said, like, uh, we've talked before, like, we do, like, the pretty typical, like, DS hierarchy, mm-hmm. which means that my wants come last. Mm-hmm. Um so then, if that's the case, like, why don't you deny me a ton? Um, I do deny some. <laughs> I said a ton. Um, I guess a really simple, easy answer is I get uh, pleasure and ego boost um, when you experience pleasure by some action of mine. And, uh, you know, it could be delusion, but I definitely think... You having an orgasm by yourself, even with the Itachi, at least doesn't appear to be on the level of orgasms doing something with me with the Itachi. Oh, of course it's not. Yeah. Very different. 
Um, um, so it, to me, um, like the Hitachi is definitely, it's like a force amplifier. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like a gun. <laughs> um, but there's still, it's not oh, the whole of the equation. Oh, of course. Yeah. Well, I think like maybe that's part of like the stigma and like maybe her partner doesn't have that and they just, maybe they're just miscommunicating. Mm-hmm. But I think like there are, there definitely are people who struggle with toys of any kind, whether it's for him or for her. Um, that you use together and i think the fear is then well then you're not really getting off on me you're mm-hmm. getting off on this thing and um maybe that's part of it is that we do sometimes play with um just the hitachi mm-hmm. and um it's undoubtedly better to have penetration and the hitachi and i don't or mean spanking. penetration i mean like you right or you just physically dominating me or um i guess like emotionally dominating me or whatever mm-hmm. you want to say like even if you're just um, engaging me in emotionally more so than physically, like just you holding it for me mm-hmm. is just because it's us then, and you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So, um, um the reason I went on that tangent is because you know I, I'm saying that uh, I get a sense of pleasure and a, a ego boost, I guess, in seeing you come and experience pleasure, and I don't interpret like the hitachi as the source of that so it still is me at least you know the Um, x factor i guess i think uh i don't know that i had actually realized this but it it, i think it's true um because the hitachi um amplifies pleasure so much it allows me to take more pain oh yeah Um, and so i feel like um it certainly allows us to get much rougher yes. sexually than I would be able to, I don't want to say tolerate, but certainly more than I'd be able to enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, Well, yeah, and like definitely one of my weak spots as a lover <laughs> is uh, I like to kind of go into it a little hard and fast. Um, I don't probably do as much warming up and foreplay as... You could uh, <laughs> could uh, uh, benefit from, and the Hitachi uh, definitely helps that. Yeah, but um, I don't feel like that's not what I meant at all. I know I'm just um, adding. Um, but like there are times where we start out not using it, and then we just uh, amp up to a level of roughness where I kind of get to my point of. Mm-hmm. Um, like <laughs> where it's kind of obvious I'm not enjoying it, and so then that will come in, and then it can. Wait, what? Where it gets not to where I'm not enjoying it, but to where I'm uncomfortable, mm. like physically uncomfortable, and so then um, it can let us go a step further, mm-hmm. which is um, more fun for both of us. Mm-hmm. Um, I would think that with a partner who's frustrated that you're masturbated, that you're masturbating afterwards, um would he wants to please you and so right like that's where the frustration comes from probably could be um and so i think sometimes it could also just be takes as an insult to his ego yeah i think a lot of times submissives especially if they're new or they're with a new partner like it's intimidating to like speak up for what you like or what you want or what would help you to enjoy something because part of you is like, well, maybe I'm not supposed to enjoy this or maybe like, maybe it's selfish to us like to want 
different or to want something else than what you're given, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I understand that, but like, I think at the same time, like, um, if you have good communication, I think you could say like, um, this would be a little bit more fun for me this way. And then like, that's not, I don't think it should be offensive to share with somebody what pleases you. Mm-hmm. Um, because your dominant can still say no, like, but, um, if they don't like have the details on what, um, like how passive you're wanting to be or exactly what you know gets you off, mm-hmm. then they can't like, you're kind of holding back the tools that they might be able to use to control you. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, I don't know, like, at least that's how I look at it. And so like, I don't, I don't feel the need to hold back on like sharing what I think would please you because I know that me telling you what I think might like feel good to me, like doesn't mean that you're like for sure going to do it or that you feel obligated to do it. Mm-hmm. You still get to decide. Um, and she, she was also saying like, she thinks like part of why she struggles to orgasm is because she's worried about not being able to. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like, um, I don't, can't think the word right now. Negative spiral. Yeah. Um, and so it, uh, the worry there is that if she can't come, then he'll be unhappy or frustrated. Mm-hmm. Um, do you like get frustrated when I can't come? Oh, and that's something else I want to point out. Like even with the Hitachi, like there are times where I just can't come. It's like much more rare than. I think that's only happened a few times, but. But I mean, like my point is, is like it happens. Sure. And like, I don't think regardless of how often it happens for you, like if it's just not happening, like, that's not you like you're not a bad like submissive you can't come like it's not i think it happens to everybody once in a while and you shouldn't feel guilty for something that you can't really control mm. um um i think it's pretty clear uh what in the what the boundaries are for an acceptable answer here <laughs> what i'm kidding um the only times i get frustrated are uh <laughs> i didn't even realize that, that i did uh, that um are when we're having sex and I'm having to use the Itachi and uh, I'm trying to go for like uh, having you come a few times and if it's after like one like the vibrations make it to where I'm probably not gonna be able to come and so this is like a sex session where like I'm getting off on being rough with you and uh, seeing you come Mm. and uh, by like sometimes with the second or third one you know they take longer and so i'm not going to be able to come and so and we've been going for a while so sometimes i'm teetering on the edge of like losing the boner (laughs) (laughs) and even in a situation where you've been going for a while like there's no situation where you lose a boner that it doesn't feel yucky Aw, that's sad. Um, and so that's the only... You like, know that doesn't come from me, right? Right, right, yeah. It's some weird culturally ingrained thing. It, yeah, it's like a, I'm sure it's like a toxic masculinity, yeah, yeah, like yeah. this is your manhood exactly. kind of thing. Exactly, yeah. When like in reality, like it's part of being human. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I guess I've still... What, 
it, it frustrates you if I can't come, if it's because it takes so long that it ruins your boner? Yeah, if I think I'm going to lose a boner, yeah. And oh. so we've, like, had sex and, well, I guess you've come by then, usually. Um, but, yeah, I guess just, I guess just having sex end with a failed boner is just a downer. Oh, Right, so in that scenario, I would have already come a couple of times. But I guess sometimes, too, like, um, if, like, you clearly were going to let me try for, like, a third or a fourth or whatever, and, like, I get close, like, then it essentially edges me. Mm -hmm. Or not essentially, like, that's edging me. (laughs) Um, And and so then if it, if the timing of that is off, like, then it kind of almost feels like frustration on both sides because, like, you weren't really trying to deny mm -hmm. me. And so then you're trying to let me go again, and then we both kind of, it didn't work for either of us, no, and for uh, what end? <laughs> and that's like, uh, depending on how frustrated I am, like, uh, I'll just switch to like spanking you and finishing off that last come. But, oh, yeah. But sometimes I'll just go up, oh, you took too long. <laughs> that's the end. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's funny though, because I don't ever feel it as frustration. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not really. Uh, I think when I think of frustration, I think like, ugh. Yeah, it's not like disgust or like really anger. It's just, womp, womp. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's it's probably more like uh, anger at myself. Mm-hmm. And it's you know it's it's a silly dumb anger, but yeah, I like would, that makes me like I wish I like I feel like I should like say something like but I don't know that what would to say because like all I can say is like you shouldn't feel that way, yeah, but that I would, know you know that <laughs> that would just make it worse. <laughs> I didn't like I think in the moment like I don't usually. No, I just mean like as you're saying this now. Yeah. Um. But um. But so I, I still think it's interesting though. Like when there are those times where I just I can't even get close the first time. Like that has happened. Like it is rare for us. But does that frustrate you? No, I mean that's literally happened like what two or three times in our entire relationship. I don't think so. I think it's happened like. Like a couple times a year, probably. I don't think so. But I guess it doesn't matter. When it's happened, that doesn't make me mad. No, it's pretty clear. They're just usually got something going on up in your brain. See, and I think, like, yeah, it probably is because, like, I'm just not, like, self aware enough when I'm, like, like that to catch it. But, um, like, sometimes, like, it feels, like, physical. Like, mm-hmm. sometimes it's, like, I, like, I'm, like, emotionally engaged, and, but it's, like, and it like it feels good, but it's just like it just feels like it's like literally stuck at like that like step one. Like it doesn't build, mm. um, and so like uh, and then sometimes like it just starts getting like overly sensitive or sore. Or... Yeah, I think like you definitely probably would naturally a few times a year, <laughs> but I mean we've had that where it's it doesn't seem like it's gonna go and like. Uh, Sitting there with Hitachi on your puss spanking you for like an hour. And you go, <laughs> when you come, you go, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I guess maybe that is it. Is that like maybe those times when it seems like maybe it's just because we're kind of like we just get tired and give in earlier. Whereas if you like we really kept going like because like, like there are definitely times where it's like, okay, I kind of would rather just <laughs> let it go <laughs> because it's like I know it's going to hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah. Well, like, we've had it like that, too, where, um, 
then like after all of that build up and like like sometimes like I, like my whole body's just like so sweaty <laughs> just like so like physically exhausted and then it like you would expect it to be this like insane mm-hmm. orgasm and like most of the time it is but then every once in a while like it just like putters yeah, yeah. and then it's like oh my god like that was not like how it. long have we been in this room like having like this physical workout and then it was lame like oh gosh that's rough yeah um, this is so totally off track from my <laughs> questions. <laughs> um, well, it's funny. We were scared about bragging about our sex lives. And we've talked about like terrible <laughs> things. About- <laughs> yeah, like we, we can't. Failed boners and painful <laughs> orgasms. That is funny because we're like, we got to like watch this because like it's gross if it seems like we're talking about it in a braggy way that yeah, it definitely has not went that way. <laughs> um. And then uh, part of what else that she had brought up is that um, part of why she struggles to ask, like, permission to touch herself is that um, she thinks that doing that makes it clear that she's trying to come and that that is, like, selfish unless um, he essentially wants her to not be fully focused on him. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? I mean, not for their dynamic because obviously we don't know what theirs are, but, like... Does that bother you within ours? Yeah, I was gonna say that sounds more like a like a slave thing. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Um, but say it again. Uh, does it bother you if I want to have a tachi or like touch myself or whatever so that I can try to come? No. Um, why is that? Is it just because again you like for me to come? Yeah. But I think, like, even when you ultimately deny me, you want me to try to come. I mean, not to not to try to come, but to try to edge, basically, mm-hmm. right? How come that is? I get, uh, so the denial is more, uh, painful isn't the right word, but more impactful. Right, because if, if I'm not trying to get close to an orgasm... I can kind of mentally shut it off, and so then I don't feel like as desperate and as denied. Mm-hmm. Um, guess, but why don't you view that as me not focusing on your pleasure enough, or or something like that? I guess I don't care. This is going to be way too broad of a statement, but. I guess I don't care what you're focusing on if I haven't told you what to focus on. Mm-hmm. Well, and... What, do you think... Because, like, there are times where um, you do, like, just use me and um, because because we just have kind of this... I don't even know if we've ever explicitly said it, but, like, I don't... I do as I'm told and take what I'm given and whatever mm-hmm. sexually. Um, and so if you don't offer me a Hitachi or offer to let me touch or touch me, then that like that's just I know that you're using me, exclusively using me then. Yeah. And so we do that both in like penetrative sex and in when I'm just serving, servicing you sometimes, right? Um, and so I think like... Um, to me, that's my cue that it's exclusively about you. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you um, 
hand me a Hitachi or, um, you know, touch me or let me tell me to touch myself or something, then like, um, I don't know, maybe that, do you think it's bad? Like that I don't really worry about what I'm focusing on. Like, um, like obviously if you tell me to sit on a Hitachi and do something for you, obviously I'm going to be focused enough, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know why I'm like beating around the bush. I'm talking about sucking your cock. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so um, I'm obviously going to be focused enough on... Watch your language. <laughs> um, it's so funny, like, how, like, you can, like, talk about, like, your sex life, and then, like, you still just have moments of shyness. Like, what? Why? Why? Um, but, um, obviously, I would assume it would be problematic if I was, like, focused enough on myself to where I was, like, not keeping rhythm mm-hmm. or... Um, obviously like being still or not (laughs) you know getting so into my own that i wasn't well i guess like that's not really true like to be honest with you like sometimes when i orgasm i like kind of hold myself down and but i think even then you like shove it down your throat right but i speak i kind of do that because i kind of need like a second to hold it and that's like a kind of way to to please you while also like yeah. giving myself a second to kind of because like if i'm having an orgasm i don't think i could keep real even mm-hmm. pace and so that's kind of a way of let's see but it's funny though because like i never like i don't know that i really think about it like it just yeah. seems like i'm not gonna just like pull off of you and <laughs> have an orgasm you know um but um yeah, I don't know. Maybe I guess it's just maybe it's just a different type of DS or a different, like you said, maybe it's more of like a master slave type of mindset where um, the submissive's pleasure is just less of a focus in general. But um, yeah, you, unless I, you do something to make it clear to me that it's not about me that time, then I don't feel guilty at all making it about both of us. I do want to go back. Um, I think on the rare occasions when you. Um, like ask for an orgasm. There is like what? a. I always ask to orgasm. I mean, just like, will you make me come? Oh, like if I initiate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like I appreciate it, but there's, especially if I haven't known or realized that I've had like a dry spell, there's definitely like a pang of like, like uh, hmm. Like, why does she need this? Like, uh... But is that just because I, like, am asking for pleasure? Or is that because, like, some part of you feels like you've... Is that... Is it just that surface level, you think? Um... Yeah, I... It's probably just because you don't barely ever do it. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's like, uh... I guess it's like, uh... An anxiety of, uh, like, you aren't satisfied, I guess. Yeah. But it's always just, like, a passing moment. Well, and I think... Don't you think that is, though, because we have this dynamic of you initiating? Mm-hmm. And so, um... I don't assume that that would apply at all Where in dynamics where both people initiate pretty evenly yeah um but so 
I assume that because like, like you've never said anything about that before, I assume that that's not something where you would want me to not ask. Right? No, no. And I do like that you do. Um, it's just like, a, it's another like foolish kind of instinctual anxiety that I kind of can get over instantly. Mm-hmm. Um. So something that like just kind of occurred to me this week is I've, I think it was because I was like reading something kind of suggesting that like basically a big part of dominance in the sense of like full-time DS, like helping a submissive reach goals and um, be self-disciplined and and that kind of thing, not like a sexual thing, is um, that it feels good to feel like you've helped somebody figure something out or improve themselves or reach a goal. And... I can understand that. And, like, I was thinking about how um, I think in a weird way I kind of have that with my friends sometimes. Um, like, uh, some, something a while ago that had occurred to me. is like I've heard a lot of submissives um, reach out saying that they struggle to, like, date doms. And it's because they feel like they attract submissives as friends and just in general be, um and I think, like, sometimes they seem to think, like, is that because they think I'm dominant? And so they, as a submissive, are drawn to me. And, of course, I have no idea for anybody else, but I tend to make friends with people who, um, like, I feel, I don't feel comfortable, like, just labeling people as <laughs> submissive. But um, as, like, most of my friends are, like, quiet, shy, um, wallflower type of people um and so again i don't, I don't want to label them as submissives because i don't know but um i think like in those personality ways like it's never occurred to me that they want to be friends with me because they might think that i'm like a strong leader or or opposite of them i assume that they're drawn to me because we are similar in those ways um but so then i do end up with friends who i feel like kind of come to me for advice a lot or who um I feel like I kind of help out a lot and um I had never thought about it before but it does make me feel really good when I like talk to somebody about something and then they like I don't know feel good about it and then like move forward with something and then like six months later like it works out for them and like of course that's completely their their win and they did that mm. but it feels nice to like be able to just kind of like um i don't know like positively encourage somebody in a direction that ends up serving them really well mm-hmm. um and so it's like this like little light bulb in my head like is that like a little bit of dominance that i can understand like do you think it is um i, I guess i don't understand the question like, helping people out isn't necessarily dominant. I know. Like, that's not what I'm trying to say. I'm not... But do you think that part of dominance is just feeling like you're helping somebody? Yeah. And so, in the same way that it would feel good to have a 2% good feeling of feeling like you did a tiny bit of helping a friend move in the right direction, it kind of is like that, except obviously much deeper and more involved. Yeah. Um... And so then, 
when I'm, do you think it's weird that I have friends who come to me for help? No. Like, do you think those who do are likely to be more submissive than I am? No. Then why do you think they come to me for help? Um, I think because you're smart and you're pretty clearly smart. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> um, but then it's also in our thing too, though, because I also have friends. Like I have other friends who I go to advice for a lot, and um, I was trying to like, I don't know why that is, like, but I I. I don't think that I necessarily view them as more dominant than me. I mean, I think it's really just as simple as like, if I think that they are particularly knowledgeable or good with some certain thing, then I'll go for to them for help with that certain thing. I think that's just like a human thing, like yeah. to seek out people who you think have experience and or knowledge in an area where you aren't quite as experienced or knowledgeable, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. Like, I guess... Would you agree with me then that if you feel like you are a submissive, but you kind of make friends with people who want your advice and your help all the time, that doesn't mean that they are assuming you're like a leader or a dominant? I think you can be a leader and not be dominant. Do you think I'm a leader? I think you certainly have the potential to be, yeah. How so? Like in what way? I think you're smart and competent. That's all you need to be a leader. No. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I understand. Like, I'm not saying I'm not capable. Is that all you're saying? Is I'm capable? Yeah. I'm sure they can hear the dogs snoring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess it really is just like the natural inclination or desire to, right? On top of comp- competence. Yeah. Hmm. When we met, like, in hindsight, do you think that you picked up on... Like, I know you you didn't think of me as submissive. We didn't think about the world through, like, DS lenses at all. These dogs are so loud. Um, But, like, in hindsight, when you, like, think about, like, the reasons that you liked me, do you think any of them apply to my submission or, like, that you kind of... You know what I'm saying? Do you think like any of the traits that make me submissive are what you were drawn to without recognizing that they were kind of submissive traits? Um, like I think my definite like first order of attraction was like your sweetness and empathy. Um, and while I probably wasn't like conscious of it, I do think how you kind of... Uh, deferred or I guess just went along with uh, things I wanted to do or decisions I wanted to make without like uh, like any real type of like second guessing or anything like that I think that probably definitely played a part mm-hmm. well I think it's hard too because we didn't understand DS as a relationship style for a long time yeah. after this. And I don't, I think like just because like everybody knows the basic of what BDSM is. I think I knew that part of BDSM was dominance and submission, but I thought of it as a sex thing. I didn't even think of it as like that somebody could have a dominant personality, mm-hmm. for instance. 
Um, so I think you, you were roughly mm-hmm. in that mindset too. So it, we wouldn't have labeled it that way. And we didn't know what we were looking for. We didn't know what we were. Um, but I think um, a lot of like little things like that, like that's those things are part of why our personalities just clicked to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I have to think that um, if we had known what we were looking for, it would have been even easier to see it. Yeah. Because um, the reason I asked this is like to these two people who say like um, all of my friends look to me for advice. So I feel like they think I'm kind of the leader. Um, and my answer is like, I kind of feel like my friends do too for the most part. Um, but that's okay. And that doesn't mean that you're like going to fail at finding a dom because I found one. It just takes one dom. <laughs> like you can be, have friends with all the submissives you want and that's not a bad thing. Um, and it doesn't mean that a dom wouldn't recognize your submission still mm. necessarily. We were almost going to talk about this last week, um, but then we kind of went <laughs> ran on overtime. Um, so I had sent you a link to... Um, cherished properties blog post about like what counts as a spanking mm-hmm. um and like that had been kind of like a little epiphany for me uh because um in there she talks about how it's possible to be spanked without like quote unquote feeling like you've been spanked in the sense of not um having the effect that you wanted and um, she talked about, like, a couple different um, effects that she's after for different types of mm-hmm. spankings. But the one that stood out to me was maintenance. Um, or, like, what most people would label as maintenance. We, we tend to kind of avoid the word maintenance because it didn't. we tried doing it really early on and it didn't really quite work. But um, maintenance in the sense of, like, if your DS feels off or if you need a reminder of... Um, who's who, I guess, so to speak, mm-hmm. um, that uh, the epiphany that, like, she kind of said this, but I'm going to do a terrible job of paraphrasing it, but what I got out of it is that um, in the maintenance situation where it's kind of a who's who and you're kind of wanting kind of a stark reminder of your submission, mm-hmm. right, um, that you have to kind of find a balance between a, a sadistic spanking and a um like nice spanking or a subspace spanking as we would call it like we kind of say like a me spanking because they're the ones that i typically would enjoy the most mm-hmm. um and so like when we do a sadistic spanking um we kind of think of those as for you mm-hmm. um and those can get pretty intense in terms of like pain and um how quickly they build up or um how many and that kind of thing is all up to you and it's just about what like turns your crank that day Mm -hmm. um where like quote-unquote like for me spankings or kind of more subspace spankings like Mm -hmm. is um very slow build up so that i have um so that it doesn't um get to a point where it's not fun for me i guess mm-hmm. um and also more time and slower build up and more like of a steady pace so that i can hit subspace mm-hmm. um and so it's kind of a struggle that we've had a couple of times um is that i would get in a place where i was conscious of um 
I was conscious of feeling like our DS kind of needed reset. Like I needed a reminder. I hate saying of my place because it just doesn't feel right, but <laughs> of my place or of our exchange. Mm-hmm. And so then I would ask you to spank me. Mm-hmm. And when I ask you to spank me, um, you give me the my kind of spanking most mm-hmm. of the time. And um, something that I've struggled with then when we've done that is um, then it's a nice spanking and it feels really good and it t- it's a stress relief. Um, but I almost feel guilty because it's like it feels like you it's it's almost like a for me like a, a subspace making is almost like a massage like mm. emotionally and stuff and so it's like if i feel like i'm kind of off and i'm kind of being a little bit bratty <laughs> um or i'm just wanting to be bratty or um i'm just kind of you know whatever yeah. then it it's kind of it makes me feel worse almost to be like mm. hey would you give me a massage and then you just give me a massage like mm. um <laughs> you get what i'm saying yeah um, and so it was in, it was just such a, like a light bulb moment to, for me to recognize that you have to find a balance between those two because, um, if it's super, if it's very sadistic and I'm already like kind of feeling disconnected or our DS is disconnected, I get defensive. Mm-hmm. And so then, uh, my pain tolerance is just low because we're not as connected and, uh, it, the sadistic spanking gets shut down pretty quickly and it just doesn't work very well um and so it can't be too intense too quickly but then it also um can't be so soft or so nice in that i don't have like i don't emotionally have to like tell myself to like kind of shut up and take it Mm. (laughs) um because if it's just nice and i don't feel like i've really submitted to it and i don't feel like i've kind of like had that like raw feeling of like um being claimed or used or um, manhandled and controlled and all those things. Yeah, and I think that could uh, explain like the uh, instinct towards uh, bratting because uh, a punishment spanking um, can reach the levels and higher of the sadistic spankings but because of like the uh, emotional weight and you know because of, you're breaking a rule and you're being punished that kind of quells the uh, defensiveness from physical discomfort so do you think like a sadistic spanking could theoretically do what you're saying but it, it can't because there's that disconnect there in the way I think with when I'm when we're after kind of a like role reset type of situation, I think most of the time we're looking to reset our roles and reconnect at the same time. I think if um if I'm if we if I'm just looking to like kind of reconnect and I don't feel like we're off, like our DS is off and I don't need to like be put in my place, then I think almost any kind of spanking can work. Like any kind of attention or affection or what is, sex can work. What is the difference between reconnecting and resetting roles? Uh, reconnecting to me is just like essentially bonding, like just spending time together and like just having like a nice happy moment together. Uh. Um, 
like so that can be just like we've just been busy but things aren't like off or bad like i just want attention basically um or like we can be in a good spot but it just gets a little better because we just have like a little nice moment together like that happens all the time through all kinds of play and all kinds of spanking and all kinds of day-to-day stuff i think i think like what i mean by like maintenance or like role reset that is unique is um i feel like i've been like a little bratty or not as aware of the leash or um that type of thing so isn't this just kind of like a punishment spanking without calling it a punishment spanking it is a little bit i think i think like that's i mean that's what people say when they mean maintenance it's like it's kind of like a half it's it's not a punishment but it's like a serious reminder of who's who why do you think you need that? Um, I don't know. Like, I think it depends on the situation sometimes. But um, I think sometimes it's just like stressed where we're, we've like, it just feels like we've drifted a little bit to where I'm just not as like conscious of our DS, like not necessarily that anything has slipped but i just haven't been conscious of it and so therefore i haven't like consciously felt it and mm-hmm. i need to feel it or um it also can be when something is off like when um things have been a little more lax or um we've been like stressed and distracted or um just less consciously engaged with one another um and i also think part of it too is i think um if I've just been, like, really good for a long time, mm. then, like, some, like, deep animal part of my brain starts to, like, forget, like, how intense and how serious it really can be. Mm. And so then if it's, like, if it's just kind of been, like, even if it's been good, but it's just, like, everything's just been kind of, like, light and playful and fun, then it's, like, I kind of start to worry that, like, it's all fun. Mm. And so, like, some part of me needs to feel, like, no, it's serious, too. Like, not that it's not fun, mm-hmm. but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. That makes sense. On other people's podcasts, they kind of just, like, naturally end somehow. Mm-hmm. And you don't, like, think about how they're ending and how they're kind of fading out. It's just like, oh, that's over now. And <laughs> we have no idea how they do that. So we're super awkward about it. And we just go from talking about things and then we just say, bye. Bye.